Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Siason and the gang along at 7.30 this morning with the NFL preview. And good morning, everyone. I'm Bob Salter. After our 8 o'clock update, it is Rick Wolf who is by with the Sports Edge program. Along after our 9 o'clock update, well, it's that Football Sunday program. Yes, things started going in a new direction here on Football Sundays. Make sure you enjoy that program. Mark Malusis in the captain's chair with that show this morning. In this final half hour of our program this morning, we should have a very interesting discussion. I'm very pleased to say that uh, joining us by phone is a guest who I've been wanting to speak with after um, doing some reading about uh, her background. She's joining us to talk with us about Rowdy Girl Sanctuary. Now, some of you hear that name and you're thinking, wait a minute, what's this all about? Uh, Joining us on our program is Renee King-Sonnen, and I hope I've pronounced that correctly. Renee is the executive director and founder of Rowdy Girl Sanctuary, which is in Angleton, Texas. First of all, good morning. Welcome to our program, Renee. Good morning. And good morning. Now, is that the correct pronunciation of your last name? You did it just right. Hey, I got got it right once. All right, yippee for me. <laughs> okay, hey, I got it right. I actually got something right. <sighs> okay, I'll give myself a gold star later in the day. All right. Now, I approve. Thank you. Rowdy Girl Sanctuary, how do you describe what this venture is all about? Well, Rowdy Girl Sanctuary is the first documented uh, former beef cattle ranch that has had what I like to term a vegan change of heart. Um, It's a 501c3 nonprofit founded February 20th, 2015. And uh, I actually turned uh, my husband's heart and mind around and we, uh, we almost divorced over it, but it's a, uh, it's a, farm sanctuary, and uh, the first rescues were the 29 cows that were originally intended to be uh, a cow-calf operation where we used to breed animals, um, you know, for slaughter. And now we rescue the animals. We used to do that. Okay. Now, <laughs> there's a lot of different thoughts that run through my mind. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, based on what you just said. But the natural question is, 
What brought about this change? Well, what brought about the change is, you know, I'm from Texas, died in the wool, Texas girl, and my husband and I had been married. Uh, we'd been married twice, and the second time we married, he had acquired acreage uh, along Highway 35 in Angleton, and he had taken up the the ranching baton that was in his uh, family uh, generations back. And and when we remarried and I moved to the ranch, I wasn't really prepared to fall in love with the cows. I always just saw them on the side of the road. They just were there, and I never had any uh, intention to get involved in opening gates or you know, helping with hay or anything like that. I was doing my yoga and fine, just, you know, staying out of all that mess. But what happened was he wanted to get me more involved, so he told me about these two little calves that needed uh, bottle feeding, and one of them happened to be a Rowdy Girl. That's who I named Rowdy Girl. And anyway, long story short with that is, I bought these two little calves. Little Bobo died young. She had a failure to thrive disease and just didn't make it. But Rowdy Girl did thrive, and I bottle-fed her. And um, in doing so, I found myself just falling in love with this little calf. And and it also gained me entrance into a world with the other cows and their babies that I never really paid attention to before. I started really watching them, and I um, started having feelings for these cows, <laughs> so to speak. And I just became, um, I became really, really kind of like their advocate. I, even though I was married to a rancher, uh, I started, you know, having really big problems with my husband taking them to the cell barn. Mm-hmm. But because I was loyal to my husband, it took me about six years to finally draw the line in the sand, basically telling him, you know, you ain't doing that anymore. Um, um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the long and the short of how it happened. And when you told him that, what was his reaction? Well, <clears throat> it was... Um, now, is it something you can say on the air? Yeah, well, okay. you know, some of it I won't say. Okay. Because uh, we had some knockdown drag outs and cuss, cussing matches, I mm-hmm. believe me. But um, what happened was I I began to do research. And um, the more I researched, the more I started stumbling on all these horrible slaughterhouse videos. And, uh, I, you know, I never wanted to watch that stuff, um, you know, but I, I started watching because I – we were involved in a business, and I was part of it, that was uh, contributing to that. And so when I finally, I went vegan October 31st, 2014. I remember it like it was yesterday. And when I did, I started to really make my life, my husband's life, you know, just hell on earth, basically. I was calling him a murderer, uh, among, among other things. And we had vowed never to divorce again. This was our second time to marry. Who knew that me going vegan, being married to a rancher, would be like the straw that broke the perpetual camel's back. And so what I did was one day, just to kind of get to the to the nuts and bolts of it, one day out in the pasture, he was getting ready to round up 
a bunch of the baby calves to go to the sale barn once again. And I'd already held him back for a couple of months. And so, you know, he was really irritated with me because I wouldn't let him sell the calves. And I just out there in the middle of the pasture said, you know, you ain't doing this anymore. In fact, if you if you take them calves up the road one more time, I will follow this trailer to the sale barn. I will buy them all back with your credit card. <laughs> and I said, and if, and if, <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, and if you make a, if you continue to continue to, you know, push me, I said, you can pick me up in jail. <laughs> you, you ain't doing it anymore. And he looked at me, and I'll tell you, if looks could kill, he told me to get out of his blankety-blank business, and I was like, it ain't a business no more. These are family members. These are lives, and I'm not going to have it. And so it became a showdown, and behind his back, I had been making a a Facebook page called Vegan Journal of a Rancher's Wife after I'd uh, gone vegan, and I had gathered a lot of support, and I was getting the confidence uh, you know, to, to, you know, to kind of have a bigger voice about it. And part of that involved me considering, wow, you know, maybe, maybe I could have my own sanctuary here. You know, it's a, it's a cattle ranch, but why couldn't it just be a sanctuary? Of course, I wasn't telling him that. And I was hardly even acknowledging it myself. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of in the background. And, but I found myself on that particular day saying to him, you know, just, you know, if you're going to, he said, he, well, he said, I'm just going to sell the, the whole herd. I'm just going to get out of the business. If you're going to make this, my life, this kind of hell, I'm just going to get out of the business altogether, sell all of them. And I was like, no, no, you can't sell them all. If you're going to sell them all, why don't you just sell them to me? <laughs> and he was like, sell them to you. Have you lost your mind? <laughs> I said, yes, I've lost my mind and I've gotten a new one. This one right here. And uh, if you're going to sell them, sell them to me. I said, just kind of entertain me for a minute. What would you sell them to me for? All right. Hold that thought right there because I want to follow on this. Um, we're going to take a pause here in our discussion with Renee King-Sonnen, who is the executive director, founder of Rowdy Girl Sanctuary. She's our guest this portion of our program on The Fan. We're in a lively discussion with Renee King Sonnen on our program. She's the executive director, founder of Rowdy Girl Sanctuary, which is based in Angleton, Texas. She's been telling us a little bit of background on Rowdy Girl. There's a couple of different things I want to get into, and we're a little short on time here. Um, let me ask you, because a story has been obviously very much in the news um, affecting uh, the state of Texas, and specifically I'm talking about Hurricane Harvey. Uh, the aftermath of that has involved a lot of animals who needed to be rescued. What has been the involvement of the sanctuary in that? Well, we um, we were shocked that uh, this was going to happen to us the second year in a row. Last year, uh, a 50-year flood event came through. And this year, when we saw Hurricane Harvey brewing, um, you know, it was a cat one, and we were but we were watching it. You know, all eyes, and then when it jumped up to a cat four, we immediately sprung into action. And what we did is we we rescued all of our ninety six animals uh, from you know from from flooding and from 
drowning. Uh, so many animals around the county, you know, didn't make it. Um, I've seen floating animal carcasses, dead animals, uh, you know, since we returned. But we sprung into action and we, you know, uh, coordinated transportation mm-hmm. and a place for all of our animals, uh, Brazoria County Fairgrounds, uh, Rejoice Ranch, um, you know, a guy named Jeremy uh, kept some of our cows that got stranded on the way. But, I mean, we had transportation coming. They were getting stranded in tornadoes and rising waters. And my husband and I were just, like, beating the clock to get not only them all out of their safe, but ourselves. And so it was quite a Herculean effort all the way around. Uh, we're still, you know, we're still, you know, very devastated from all this. But... um and our and our chickens are home, but our cows are not home yet. So uh, that's what we've done, and we've been on the other end of the line for uh, other people that have. I mean, so many have called, wanting to know if we could be a sanctuary for these animals that are displaced. But we were we were evacuated ourselves, so we've just been kind of a, a go between, trying to connect dots, and uh, it's been it's been horrible to mm-hmm. say the least. Well, you're a native. Uh, Houstonian, uh, too, as I understand. So, you know, the the impact of this from afar we've watched here, but it can only imagine what this must have been like um, seeing this firsthand, too. Um, and also the efforts that would be involved in this. There's a thought that I have based on folks who are listening to this discussion today who may be touched by some of what you just said and by your words earlier in our discussion. Somebody wants to support the cause of Rowdy Girl Sanctuary. How can they do that? Well, we have a, a website. It's rowdygirlsanctuary.org, and it's, it's real easy to donate. We have a Donate Now button right on the website. You can subscribe to our newsletter and, you know, get updates if you want to know more about us. Um, but, you know, it's uh, that's what you do. And it's uh, we're a 501c3, and we appreciate you asking. Thank you. I have to ask you a question I've been thinking the entire time that we've been talking to. Do you feel that other cattle ranchers care about their animals in the way that you do? Oh, I know they do um, because I've, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, I call them, I call them like they're kind of in the closet, so to speak. All cattle ranchers that I spoke to, they all love animals. That's a lot of the reasons why they're in the business is because they love animals, they love the land, but it's tradition, it's culture to uh, to raise these animals as a business and to, at the end of the day, slaughter them for food. It's the way it's always done. It's the way it's always been. It's considered a loyal, honorable business. But all the ranchers that I've talked to have feelings for these animals, but they can't get too close to them. They can't name them. And that was the one thing my husband said, stop naming them cows, Renee. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I have all named everyone. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, but, yeah, they contact me uh, now that we've come out of the closet, so to speak, and said, hey, you know, we used to ranch, and, you know, now we are saving the animals we used to slaughter. Um you know, I have had, I can't tell you how many people, their families, that have contacted me privately, you know, wanting to tell me, you know, they feel the same way. They just don't know how to get out of mm-hmm. this. And so we're in the process of, you know, of developing a way for that. So, 
That's good. Renee King-Sonnen, who is executive director, founder of Rowdy Girl Sanctuary in Angleton, Texas, on the web at Rowdy Girl Sanctuary, and that's all this one word, .org. Thank you very much for joining us. Certainly the best with your efforts, and uh, hopefully some of the people who are listening to us will reach out and be supportive of your efforts as well. Um, congratulations on um, the um, organization. Thank you, Bob. Too. I appreciate you so much. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.